Hello and welcome to Hanging Out with Hanging Nine. I'm Lemon Tree. And I'm Squiddy. And this is the London Spitfire podcast. And we, we start the uh, the week with some quite a fair amount of news. A lot has happened in the mm. Overwatch League, uh, starting with the Washington Justice. Last week, of course, the big news was that Corey and Stratus were no longer playing for them. And in this week, they have released their coaches of Bullen and Barney from their roles em- effective immediately and are looking forward to their first match of the May Melee, which is quite interesting. Cause I didn't think the Justice were uh, doing too badly this season. They could have been doing better, mm. but I wonder if that's uh, an impact of bringing in more Korean players to their team. It's possible. It is possible. Uh, I think the Justice were underperforming. I think that is definitely true. Um, if if not only for my, uh, my perpetual perpetual picking of them um <laughs> despite the fact they lose i think they have got a lot of potential and i think they haven't been realizing that the way that they word this statement though is like really interesting and kind of looking at the replies to it it doesn't seem to be sitting right with a lot of people and i can kind of agree with them on that the opening no. line is to better equip our competitive team for success which i don't know how that sits with me that's a bit of a weird way of it's very opening aggressive. your statement yeah <laughs> Exactly. It's an aggressive take from the Washington <laughs> Justice themselves. Mm. So I don't think any any hot takes anyone else does. Kind of mediocre compared to their own take <laughs> of this situation. But uh, but yeah, wish them the best. I mean, you know, there's, al- there's always going to be lots of movement and changes of coaches in the Overwatch League and players as well. Um, you know, they've been at that highest level. They've been at the highest stage. I'm sure uh, they'll find their feet and land on their feet you know, somewhere. So, uh, yeah, best of luck. Yeah, hopefully it works out for them. And speaking of change, a lot has happened for, for the Hongzhou Spark. Lots has gone on there. Architect has joined the side. They have lost one of their coaches and have currently applied for a two-week match suspension due to many visa issues with their players. It's a lot to break down there. It, it Yeah, it definitely is. Um, the pickup of Architect, I think, is really good. I've always been quite high on Architect. I think he's a great player. I think he's the sort of thing that is definitely going to level up the spark in in some way. But I think the bigger story here is definitely that two-week suspension. It, it's Or that request for a, a two-week match suspension. Sorry. It's kind of buried in a, uh, in a, <laughs> in a Chinese-language six-minute Twitter video. Um, but yeah, applying for two-week match suspension just as the May Melee tournament is beginning... You know, an important tournament, a tournament that we've had, or I've had my issues with. I don't know about other people, but you know, it's a competitive tournament. It's it's for it's for extra wins, and for them to be applying for a two week match suspension just as it's about to kick off, it's I don't know, it doesn't quite sit right with me. I understand, you know, things are up in up in the air a lot in Sparkland. Um, they've got players across several countries and visa issues galore and and what have you. But I don't know. It's really interesting to see how the league are going to take that. Absolutely, I think. If if they are able to get this suspension, then it may affect the May Melee in the Asia region mm. and how that structure would work as you'd have an odd number. Well, you had an odd number of teams anyway, but one of those teams had a bye. Mm. So you have six teams, which allows three matches. You'd remove that. You have five teams. Five divided by two does not give you a nice number. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see if that does go through what the league would do. Mm. 
Yeah, we were speculating before we came on here, would they give another team a buy? Would they let Seoul, who they were supposed to be playing, do they get a buy into the next round? Or would it be Dragons, who were technically the next highest seed, get a buy to the next round? And yeah, I don't know. It's all it's all very confusing. And yeah, as as of recording or as we are aware, we haven't the league haven't responded to that and there's been no official technical posting from the Spark. As we say, it was just in that Twitter video. Um I mean this might be good things for us. It might mean that we don't end end up having to play uh Shanghai Dragons, which I'm sure we'll touch on more later. But uh but yeah, really interesting. This is sort of the nature of like a global league and uh how it deals with you know, these sorts of pandemics. Like, it's, it is going to be interesting to see how, how the league uh, take this request. Absolutely, and it, it'll be interesting to see how it impacts the May Melee. But what will be impacting the May Melee is that league tokens are back. <laughs> Finally, you can start earning tokens can... to be able to get your favourite team skins, hopefully London Spitfire. Of course, but of course. We're not going to judge if you look maybe at the Florida Mayhem as their colour scheme is absolutely divine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. It's You earn five lead tokens for every hour spent um, viewing live matches, but it is only on the Overwatch League website, on desktop and mobile, and on the Overwatch League mobile apps on iOS and Android. So it's not you're not going to get them through watching on YouTube, which is how you know people might do that. Um, but you know, I there must be some sort of limitation on YouTube's end to to prevent this. And I know this is a reason why you know maybe viewership has dropped with the transition to YouTube. Is I, I bet a lot of people, myself included, at one point would just have Twitch on in the background playing the Overwatch League matches to get your to get your tokens. So maybe this is a way of boosting uh, the Overwatch League uh, viewing numbers as well. But definitely a, a welcome addition for, addition for me. Yeah, absolutely. You have to have your Battle.net account linked uh, to either the app or the Overwatch League website to make sure you are able to redeem these tokens. I'm just slightly annoyed they didn't have it in before the Brigitte goat skin came out. Yes. Because I so (laughs) wanted to get that, but I didn't want to pay my own money Mm. to get it. And it was just unfortunate for that. But it's good to see tokens back. It's like seeing an old friend after a while because are you going to be making the transition to watching overwatch league on the on the overwatch league website or are you going to be absolutely steadfast yes. on uh, youtube you no, are going to take advantage I, of this okay. i'm going to take advantage <laughs> i want those tokens i need to, i don't always stick to london spitfire skins i know slight slight sin <gasps> so i need to start <laughs> buying some more of them <laughs> that's fair enough that's fair enough i on the other hand only own london spitfire skins um <laughs> A true patriot. <laughs> Although I, I am, I am partial to the dynasty's color scheme as well as the Florida mayhem. So uh, those are sort of my. Uh, <laughs> if I was to buy another skin, it'd be for one of those guys. But I think, uh, but yeah. I think for me, actually, the next skin in honor of what's happened this weekend is that I will be getting the Philadelphia Fusion Doomfist <laughs> skin as our <laughs> Lord and Savior <laughs> Chipser finally played in the overwatch league many people did not think it was going to happen and finally it did i i was honestly of the belief that it was just never going to happen you know it's just they were going to let the meme roll and roll and roll forever and just just never never play him but you know there comes a time and a place when doomfist is the call and uh you know if you are philly you've got a call on the 
the greatest Doomfist player known to man. And you've got to, you've got to call on Chipser. <laughs> Absolutely. He, and when you look at the stats, he is currently leading the league in final blows per 10 minutes across all the Overwatch League this season. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah 15.7. That's insane. <laughs> it's five more than Anz or Anz and Striker have done this season. And they have been playing incredibly this mm. year. <laughs> Mind blown. It, yeah, it's and he leads uh, the league in... I believe it was a team fight wins. Yes, player team fight win rates. Yes, by quite a margin. Uh, chips on 85.7% uh, team fight win rate. Second is EQO on 62.9. So two Philadelphia Fusion players top in the uh, top in the charts. Yeah, but chips are by you know <laughs> an absolute an absolute country mile uh, taking that. But yeah, it's it's it was so impressive to see to see him come in. And uh, the work that he did, I particularly enjoyed him uh, launching himself into the water on that uh, <laughs> that Oasis map. Yeah, e- even, even the greatest get, are, are fallible. Yeah, he did truly get unlucky there. <laughs> and then, yeah, looking to this weekend with the main melee tournament, there are no hero bands. So normally, this is the point of the podcast where we discuss, oh, what would the compositions might look at look like this week because of this hero's band. There's no Anna, but none of that this week. All heroes are available, which is which I think is a good is good news for Spitfire. I think you know we we seem to thrive in a particular kind of meta is what we've seen so far, and so no hero bands should theoretically give us the opportunity to play what we feel that we're best at, um, which yeah, as we say, is is good news. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get onto that in just a minute, but first. Let's look at the results of the weekend. Seoul Dynasty, nil. Chengdu Hunters, three. London Spitfire, nil. Shanghai Dragons, three. New York Excelsior, three. Hangzhou Spark, one. Vancouver Titans, nil. Houston Outlaws, 3. Florida Mayhem, 3. Washington Justice, 1. Los Angeles Gladiators, 2. Boston Uprising, 3. San Francisco Shock, 3. Atlanta Rain, 0. Guangzhou Charge, 3. Chengdu Hunters, 2. Hongzhou Spark, 3. London Spitfire, 0. Dallas Fuel, 0. Paris Eternal, 3. Philadelphia Fusion, 3. Vancouver Titans, 0. Toronto Defiant, 2. Los Angeles Valiant, 3. Those are your scores on the doors for this past weekend. And it's a, it's a sad one for us Spitfire fans. It's not looking uh, not looking good. A Two losses in a weekend. Uh, both 3-0s, unfortunately. Both 3 nils. yeah. Uh, I think... Go on, sorry. What the problem was London can't run dive. Or their what their dive they showed was not great, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. Um I think that is what we've learned. We're much more comfortable in that double shield sort of meta. Um 
against the dragons, particularly on Oasis and those early maps, well, really, the whole way through against dragons, you know, I thought the two points in Oasis were actually quite close, even though we did lose 2-0. And Anubis and Gibraltar both went to 3-2, so fairly close. I think is where, when we played Spark, that it really did all fall apart. I didn't think we did too badly <laughs> against the dragons, even though a 3-0 doesn't look great on paper. Um, you know, I thought we kept it somewhat competitive. Um, what do you think? No, I absolutely agree with Dragons. It was close. It could have gone either way. But the Spark match, it just felt like most of the W keys for the Spitfire players just fell off. <laughs> there were uh, several occasions where I saw we duplicated, got a massive shatter, about three people down, but then there was no follow-up, unfortunately. And then the Spark were able to come back and win the fights. Yeah, and that that was the most it was that was the most frustrating thing, the fact that they were making these plays but just not it, it just wasn't it wasn't clicking quite right unfortunately. Yeah, it seemed like we were lacking a bit of like coordination, like people were sort of going in sort of willy nilly, and the tanks maybe not in the right position, and yeah, particularly that spark match was really quite difficult to watch at times. It was quite it's quite sad actually, like Rialto where we got three would and you know we we get full hold on force first point and we let them march all the way to the end like it's just it is somewhat demoralizing i think i think we're better than that spark match showed i think that was definitely an off day uh, a bad day in the office if you will i don't think we're as bad as that you know no absolutely and hopefully um we've got that bad match out of the system because every mm. team goes through that they always yeah. go through a bad patch thankfully we've hopefully got it out just before this may melee tournament which this weekend if it stands as it is, we will be playing the Shanghai Dragons at 1pm on Saturday morning, well, afternoon then, actually. And with no hero bands, this is going to be much closer, even closer than that 3-0. Yeah, I, d- I definitely hope so. Um, maybe Shanghai will also feel more freed by um, by the lack of hero bands. But like like we said, hopefully... We don't feel too demoralised by that 3-0 loss to Shanghai. And we don't go into this thinking, oh, we couldn't beat them last week. They 3 0 us. Like, I think we have to try and go in with our heads held high a bit. Because we were, we were competitive going into that game. And yeah, the scoreline doesn't show it necessarily. But I think, you know, any one of those points potentially could have flipped the other way. And then it's not, you know, the game's completely changed at that point in time. Um, it's not going to be easy. Shanghai are one of the best teams in the league. Their record shows that. The way they play shows that. Um yeah, so I think one of the big matchups this weekend will be Glister v Fletter. Glister on that McCree, Fletter playing the Farmer. Fletter has been one of the best Farmers in the league so far. Not maybe not quite at the same level as Jinmu, mm. but that can be a massive battle between them two. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't. What will be interesting is if we decide to go Echo. Um, I don't think we will. Um, I don't think we should. I, I don't think, think we should either. I think our team is best when they are playing. If you just... In, it seems when we've won before, it's being Glister on um, the McCree carry, essentially. He is putting so much work with Sanguinar on the Lucio mm. not playing Brigitte. <laughs> Get not, saying of... his brig, not saying his brig <laughs> is bad by no means 
But the guy is leading in environmental kills for the entire league. And this is mm. with Moth and FD God going absolutely yeah. crazy on Lucio so far. Yeah, being able to compete with those two who are, I think, getting far more of the headlines than, than Sanguinara's. To be competing with them and, and topping them in environmental kills is really impressive. And having that, that ability to, to get kills from somewhere you wouldn't normally expect, like a, like a backline support player. Yeah, that's that's going to be valuable to us. Um, I just hope that we're able to deal with the dragons in a in a in a convincing way. You know, um, I don't want us to get. I don't want it to be like the spark match. You know, like the spark match. Watching that, you you didn't feel like we could come back from it. The the previous yeah. dragons match though, we felt competitive. Um, and as we said, we don't know exactly. You know, we think we're going to be playing the dragons. We don't know if that's going to be moved around at all with this spark request for. Um, a two-week sort of leave of absence um, from playing matches. We don't know if that's going to reshuffle every- anything. But at the moment, they'll be preparing for for the Dragons. Yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. I think I just want to see some, some maybe more signs of life from that Spark match. How, what t- a good team would respond well from that is how you bounce mm. back. Teams, All teams yes. have bad games. It's how you respond from them. And maybe develop and change how you play, mm. or make the necessary tactical tweaks to make sure it doesn't happen again. And if London can do that, then I'm going to be absolutely fine with whatever happens. Mm. Definitely. Looking over on the American side, though, um, do you have a pick for who you reckon is going to come out on top in that North American tournament? I don't know. I know we don't have the exact seeding yet because uh, I think it's Toronto and who is it? Toronto, Toronto Titans. Yes, the, uh... they still need to play each other to sort the seeding out. But who who do you think is going to come out of top in that um, in that region? Do you have a, a pick you're leaning towards? Well, looking at the seeding, you've got shock number one. Makes sense. Mm. Florida Mayhem as the second seed. See, that's <laughs> it's because they they play they didn't play like the top tier teams. That's that's the only reason why they're as high as they are. They're not bad, Florida, but. Um... Well, they're, they're not a number gonna, two in the Americas, no way. No, we're going to see a Philly shock final. See, that, that was is, what I was predicting. Yeah, going to be absolutely insane. But who are you Will backing? Will Chips a play? Who are you backing? Will Chips a play? <laughs> Philly. Bold. I think Philly could win Bold. that. See, like I'll, Philly I'll, I was going to go Philly. Shock but, uh, second. I feel like... Because I feel like it's pretty set that it's going to be Philly or shock. So, like, for our prediction this week, I should reckon it should be, you know, one of us should pick one, one of us should pick the other. You've gone Philly, so I'm going to have to go Shock, I think. I mean, you don't um, have to go Shock. I, <laughs> but if we if both you, go for it, no one If we go three, if we go one, two, three, you've got to pick our one, oh, first, second, the and third, third team. To... Obviously, if that, or third, fourth. Because I don't seeding. think... Because they don't play their third, fourth playoff. So if they come either third or fourth, that counts as the top three. Interesting. I think it's going to be Shock, Fusion... Gl- nope, that doesn't work. Do you have a link to the se- to the seeding somewhere? Yes, I'll send it to you. Because I swear I saw it earlier, but I can't. Thank you. It's the actual brackets as well. Uh, okay, that's better. Oh, it's interesting because 
uh, Shock, F- Florida, and Philadelphia can choose their seeds as to who they play. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm thinking we may see Shock, Fusion, Paris as the top three. With Paris either coming third or fourth in that. Hmm. Who do you think is going to get to the semi-finals? I quite like Valiant. Um, well, I mean, they already have an automatic advantage as they're already in the quarterfinals. But Valiant, absolutely. I like I like I like Dallas and I like Valiant. Um, you only get to choose one. I know. Yeah, shock, shock to take it all. Philly number two, and then Valiant will be in the semis. Valiant in the semis. So that's the America region. I think this is going to be fascinating. What happens here, especially with the teams being able to pick who they can play. Mm. It's really more or less impossible to pick, but that's what we've tried to do. <laughs> and then look into the Asia region. I think we just got to do top two here. So, so charge already there in the semis. So they only have to win one match to be in your in your top two. Yeah. And then in the bottom bracket, you've got New York Hunters, Dragons, and us. So I'm afraid I am going to predict the Dragons win. Um, I think New York are going to be Hunters. I reckon it's going to be a Dragons charge final. You think Dragons charge? I think, I think I agree. Oh, well, and who's going to win overall? <sighs> now you really put me on the spot. I'm gonna go, let's go, Dragons. Let's go, Dragons. You go, you go they might, might be controversial because, you know, they've, you know. I mean, Chargers no. have been looking good, but Dragons have. have looked dominant this season. I'm going a bit different. I, it's going to have Charge as second as you. But New York. Interesting. They're going to finally win. Oh, no, they win mid-season tournaments often <laughs> anyway. It's just they don't win any grand finals. So that's why I'm back in New York. They have the pedigree. They're good in they the middle. They have the talent. They're good in the middle. I think <laughs> they'll come through, beat Chengdu, beat Dragons, and then beat the charge. Bold. Write it down, lock it in. Those are our predictions for this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that does it for this week's episode. Let us know what you guys think are going to win both the North American bracket and the Asia bracket for this May Melee tournament. I think it's going to be fascinating whatever happens in these games. It's going to be fantastic Overwatch to watch absolutely make sure you you get up and you're you watch it um these these are people are going to try this isn't your uh your mid-season mess around tournament this is for wins this is for standings in the league this is yeah this is going to be competitive and the the lack of the lack of hero pools is going to be interesting and add a spicy layer um yeah we'll see how it goes um, so if you do want to get involved and let us know what your predictions are, you can follow us on Twitter. I am on at Squiddy57. And I am at NevettsLT. That's N-E-V-E-T-S-L-T. Don't forget to follow our lovely producer, editor-in-chief, our champion, Cam. You can follow him <laughs> on his 
official uh, Twitter link, which would be at Captain Zepp, or his more Overwatch-orientated one of at Canvawatch. And don't forget to come along to the Hangar 9 Discord, the best place to hang out and watch um, all of these games go down with your fellow engineers. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at Hangar 9 as well. And I believe you might have something to plug for this weekend, am I correct? Yes, after the London Spitfire game, as that is the late game that day, about half hour after it, we're going to be hosting a Doom Sumo. Sumo Doomo. Doomo <laughs> Sumo, I think, was one of the hashtags suggested for it. Yes, we're going to be one-on-one Doom Sumo action using one of the workshop codes given uh, created by the amazing community that Overwatch has, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, so get yourself over to the Discord in the Tawny channel, and uh, I believe a sign-up uh, sheet will be in there. Uh, looking forward to, to seeing you all sign up. Um, I believe that's all for us for this week, so until next time, wash your hands and hang loose.